1: Inside the Drag Closet with Jade. Join Jade DeVere and her fabulous team of guests as they discuss all things drag, from wigs to makeup to performances and everything in between. Join us at wlfe-dv.com for upcoming shows and more.
0: Well, hello there, kids. Welcome to Inside the Drag Closet, the show where we talk about all things drag and some things that aren't. Who knows? We're really just here to have a good time. I'm your host, Jade DeVere. Little bit of a who, what, where about me. I have been performing in drag for over 10 years now. I got my start in the theater realm, if you couldn't tell by this opulent outfit. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, I love to perform. What am I wearing? Like I said, opulence, nothing but opulence. It looks really expensive, but you know, it's a fun outfit that I threw together with stuff I've just been accumulating for years. I've loaned this outfit out to friends of mine before, which we might be seeing a little bit later. I don't know, we'll see what happens. And this is my my actual hair, it's true. I have the receipt, it's mine. (laughs) And where can you find me? You can find me every Wednesday right here on Inside the Drag Closet at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find me on YouTube with my YouTube series, Just Ask Jade, the show where you can ask a drag queen anything. (laughs) I do new episodes every other week where you can email in questions at ijustaskjade at gmail.com and ask me whatever you want. We already have some fantastic uh, comments. Have a great show, everyone. Thank you, Derek. We're looking forward to it. Ooh, I like this comment. Can't wait. Love you, Ryder nightly. Yes, Ryder is one of our fantastic guests this evening. And Ryder is a drag king. I wanted to focus on drag kings because I feel like drag kings don't get the recognition they deserve. Neither does this cravat because it's running around. Um... So for those who don't know, drag is not just one art form. Drag is many art forms and drag kings are very important to me. Many of my drag kids started off as drag kings and they've kind of carved their own path. But if we break down what a drag king is, everyone's like, oh, a drag queen, that's a man performing as a woman. That's not true. A drag queen can be a woman performing an art piece. Uh, drag queen can be just opulence and drag kings are just the same way. Typically, uh, drag queens are more masculine. Um, but if you couldn't tell by my look tonight, they don't always have to be masculine. Drag queen, drag kings are allowed to be a little more feminine if they want to, but yeah, <laughs> Ooh, the comments are pouring in. You look awesome, Jade. Thank you, Vicky. I love this look. Um, this was inspired by Prince Poppycock. So if you have never heard of him, look him up. He's an incredible opera singer. He was on America's Got Talent. Just amazing. Um, <laughs> we love Ryder. Ryder's getting some love already. That's fantastic. And ooh, I want to be a drag king so bad. Ashley, I recommend doing it. Go out, make the drag you want to make. And that's that's really all I can say about that. Have some fun with it, play around. You know, drag is for everyone. <laughs> oh, Meadow, I love Prince Poppycock. Me too, I got to meet him, um, I think it was 2007. I don't remember the exact year. It's <laughs> She's getting a little old, kids. Um, but yeah, Prince Poppycock performed at a wonderful event called the Black and White Party, where we were raising money for those affected by AIDS and HIV, and he was our guest entertainer, he was our headliner for the show, and he was amazing. Um, I got to just meet him and chat with him a little bit, and if you've never seen him perform live, definitely do it. Um Every, <laughs> everyone enjoy the show tonight Continue giving the opulent Jay DeVere some love Thank you Who is in control of the Inside the track Closet page right now? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on Apparently I'm talking to myself And that's fine I do that a lot Because I enjoy stimulating conversation <laughs> But speaking of conversation, I can't sit here and just chat by myself. So I wanna bring in my fabulous co-host for the evening. You know her and you love her. Let me welcome Scarlett Overkill.
2: Oh, hey, sorry. Just taking some selfies of all this.
0: Oh, fabulous. Take yeah. as many selfies as you want, girl. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Um so Scarlett give us a little who what where about you.
2: Yes. Well, I'm Scarlett Overkill as you just said. I've been doing drag for 6 years now. Um living in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania and um, what am I wearing? Well, actually every everything the hair it's and the dress is from Amazon. They're both from Amazon. <laughs> okay. We love a bargain. Bargain shopping. And uh, yeah, and then just styled up the hair myself uh, last night. And um, yeah, and then where can you find me? Well, right now, mostly online, Wednesday nights inside the drag closet The fabulous co hosts. And um, yeah, that's really kind of about it right
0: now. Yeah. There's nothing much going on. (laughs) We'll all be performing live at some point. Um, Some, Some point. Speaking of which, I did neglect to address something. Uh, Last week, I did announce that I did get tested for COVID. My test did come back negative. So, yay. I did have a bronchial infection, so I had to stay away from people for a couple days. Mm -hmm. But yeah, go get the test. It is not as bad as people are making it out to sound. It's not the end of the world. But get tested, because I'd rather you get tested than pass something to someone else. unknowingly. it's better to,
2: like, it's better to know than not know and like for example like you know it's just it's um i went through it you know at the beginning of quarantine i should say at the beginning of quarantine when we first started i kind of went through this whole like with my anxiety like if i would cough or start having a runny nose or anything i'm automatically oh my god i have corona but like if you really have like serious symptoms that are related to it go get tested because like you said you just had a bronchial thing and it was negative But who knows, if you wouldn't have got tested, it could have been corona. And then you're still around people and, you know, you can pass it to somebody else. So it's better to know than uh, not know. So get tested, even if you just have the sniffles, because you never
0: know. Exactly. And, you know, it's a new thing. They're learning new things about it every day. I heard today that they're thinking it's mutating into two different things now. No boy. Better safe than sorry.
2: I saw on Facebook the other day, um, I don't remember the actual like there's two different sources i don't know what the sources were but people were sharing both articles both articles are basically the same they were saying that they're um they think that they have a vaccine that they might roll out as early as december
0: yes which is and amazing year,
2: which hopefully fingers crossed because then maybe 2021 one won't, won't be a shit year
0: <laughs> <laughs> accurate i because mean over 2020 we could just do a do-over. Yeah. I mean,
2: 2020 is happening next year. We're still in 2019, actually.
0: <laughs> exactly. We have some fun comments coming in, uh, Vicky. So glad to hear you. Okay. Thank you, Vicky. Me too. <laughs> um, OJ just wanted to recommend some tanning. You just look a tiny bit pale. <laughs> well, you know, with this quarantine going on, I have him getting a lot of sun. Uh, thank you, Jasmine. Actually, the funniest thing is... Um, because I am working outside, I have the best tan lines ever. I have tan contours right now from wearing a mask. It's so ridiculous. Like half of my, the bottom half of my nose is pale and the top half is not. This is why I wear a ton of makeup. I mean,
2: I guess the contour line saves you time doing your makeup, so. Exactly, well not today, but
0: yeah. I'm barely wearing any makeup tonight. I I know. Um, give some love to the Evervescent Scarlet Overkill Okay, that's Anastasia She's yep. hijacked the Inside the Drag Closet page Evervescent <laughs> That's perfect, I love that, bubbly Yes Evervescent, that might be one of my favorite words It's such a like
2: uh, like a.
0: It's just such a fun word to say The way it just like rolls off your tongue It's very um, Not alliteration It's onomatopoeia Yes. It sounds like what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Got another question here from Jasleen. Was the test nasal or mouth swab? I did get the nasal test. Um, The nasal test is not bad. Um, I mean, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. It's not something that I'm going to go, oh, I want to go do that again. But it really, it doesn't hurt. It's just weird. Um, Because they take um, a swab and it goes into your nasal cavity. And then they swirl it around a little bit. Um, It feels uncomfortable, but then it's done and you're done. So go do it. It's really, it's not that bad. Um, Wonderful comment from Teddy. You're both beautiful. Thank Thank you, Ted. We adore Ted You can catch him here uh, He's got his show Talk With Teddy Here on WLFE-DB Radio Check it out He's got fabulous guests every week uh, This week he had the fabulous Roz Drez-Velez who is a fabulous drag queen And studier of the paranormal Ooh. So I started watching it I didn't have a chance to watch the whole thing Because I was busy getting ready to go back to work But yeah like I can't wait to watch that interview Um but, Scarlett, I think we should add someone else to the mix. Yeah, let's get let's get the show going. I'm excited for our guests. Me too. Well, the first guest we have to have on is our Woo Girl of the Week. Now, the reason we call her the Woo Girl of the Week is there's always those girls in the clubs who love their drag queens, they're holding up their dollars, and they speak in a very distinct language, which is, woo! Yeah. Which is French for drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I figured we would bring on our woo girl of the week. She is one of my dearest friends, my sister, Amy Reader. <laughs> woo! Obligatory woo! <laughs> woo! Now, Amy, tell us a little who, what, where.
3: Who? I guess you've already sort of introduced me here, Amy Reader. Um, currently I am a mixed bag of tricks. I do a little bit of everything from how I met Jade doing Renaissance Fair acting and various other crazy shenanigans. Uh, right now, I work with Chase Treasure occasionally. With Lucky
1: Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we
1: lost track of time.
0: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whenever they ask me to do stuff,
3: uh, it's been a little hard to actually work too much, but we just did a show last week. You should go back and check it out on the timeline. Um, also, I am going back to college because life choices.
0: How many times, like you, you are one of the most learned people I know, like, what, what degrees do you have? At this point?
3: So, I'm a cosmetologist of since 2007. So, however many years that is now, uh, a license. I did school for that. Worked there for 10 years, and then I decided to go back to college for chemistry and forensics. So, I've got my associates. I'm working on my bachelor's in chemistry. I'll have a minor in forensics, a minor in math, and then I'm going to get my master's in forensics biochemistry.
0: Oh, that's all.
3: Yeah, that's just, <laughs> just that. You
2: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you didn't get any degrees? Uh, right.
3: What was that?
2: I said, "Are you sure you didn't forget any degrees or get oh. anything?" Well, there's
3: a couple more minors apparently that's unlimited that I could possibly do, but you know. <laughs> oh.
0: That's amazing. We have a fantastic question here, Woo Girl of the Week. What are you all drinking tonight?
3: I'm being lame and drinking water because I choked on rice earlier since I'm that talented.
0: <laughs> Scarlett, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a glass of white wine. With a straw because drag always use a straw.
2: With a straw because, yes, don't want to mess up my lipstick. <laughs>
0: it's weird because I'm used to drinking wine with a straw, but eh. It's true. It gets you drunk faster. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm drinking water as well because... I have to work in the morning and I'm not a big partier. <laughs> like at shows, it's very interesting. A lot of people are always like, can I buy you a drink? And I just, I don't like drinking when I'm doing drag unless it's my birthday and then I get drunk. I mean, yeah.
3: If there's ever a reason, that is the reason.
0: Exactly, we did, um, I was doing a show in Lansdale with Fancy Dismount a couple years ago and it was my birthday weekend and my good friend Poison was just like, girl, let me buy you a drink. Um, so I pounded this drink really fast. I regretted it. And then they were doing photos afterward.
3: <laughs>
0: that had to be fun. <laughs> they are currently my promo shots, and I am drunk as hell. <laughs> um <laughs> this is a really fun comment about Amy. She's super smucking fart. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's beautiful. I love everything.
3: Description right there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anastasia Diamond, take a few degrees off, please. It's hot enough outside. Uh
3: I mean, I know I'm hot, but I can't control the weather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that. So, kids, do we want to dive right into our first guest?
2: Yeah. Sure
0: fantastic i'm super excited uh to feature drag kings on this show it's something i've wanted to do since the beginning um so we're finally here i definitely want to get more drag kings in the loop with the show so if there are any drag kings who want to get involved you can always reach out to us at inside the drag closet at gmail.com i have that somewhere right there um I would love to feature more more diverse, basically any drag performer, I would love to have your input into the drag world. So feel free to reach out, just shoot us an email, but we need to get to our first guest this evening. Um, our first guest, he is an incredible drag king. I met him, I'd say six or seven years ago. Um, he is our current reigning Mr. Central Pennsylvania pride and he is one of my fabulous drag children. Put your hands together for Mikel Bono. Yay. Looking handsome as hell. Yes. <laughs> so Thank Mikkel, you. you bet, who, what,
4: where? Okay, so I'm Mikkel, um, who? Oh yeah, that's me, Mikel. So what, um, I would say I started as a drag king, but I like to just put myself in the drag um, performer now just because I've kind of stepped outside of the the normal, typical, you know, what you see as a, a drag king. I like to experience, you know, um, different different arts. And uh, let's see, I got my start in Harrisburg, amateur drag race. That's where we met six years yeah. ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has it been six years already? That's where we all, yeah, that's where we all met. 2014.
4: 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's, that's where we all
2: met because I did Drag Race the same season as you, and that's why I started drag.
4: Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
0: Looked
2: a little different.
4: I didn't realize that. That. Oh,
0: <laughs> that was back when Scarlett was Ariana.
2: Yeah, I had a different
0: name then. Sure did.
2: Oh, Tune in in two weeks. We're going to be okay. sharing the
0: pictures. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks we're having a pajama party with my co-hosts and I'm finding embarrassing pictures of all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to start off with Amy. Do you have any questions for Mikkel?
3: Where did you get your awesome rainbow jacket? Because it is my favorite thing.
4: (laughs) Well, um, I've been taught to love drift stores. Um, actually, my T.O. taught me that, so I found this jacket in a dress store, and all the rainbow you see is just, that's what I did. Um, I do like to create some of my costumes, and you know, I try to take things that I see from the, the Queens and interpret it into my costumes as well, so I actually did all the artwork on, as the rainbow goes, on this jacket. I love it! That's awesome! Yeah. yeah. Now you use, you
0: just used a term that most people aren't going to know. You mentioned your T.O. Would you mind telling us about him? Oh.
4: <laughs> so um, I'm a part. So in the drag community, we have drag family. So Jade's my drag mom. And then I have a drag uncle. So that's lacrosse. Oh, there, are Menendez. Menendez. Yep. (laughs)
0: Lacrosse. Lacrosse T.O. man. Yeah, so
4: he's my (laughs) uncle. I just call him T.O. because that's how he was introduced to me and that's just what I've always called him. And he's been a a staple in my um, costume creativity as well. He really helps me think outside the box.
0: Lacrosse is an amazing performer. I'm definitely, I wanna reach out to him and get him on the show. I want him on the show around Halloween because he likes to get (laughs) some Uh, Scarlett, do you have any questions for Mikal?
2: I'm trying to think of of, um, one. Well, actually, no, I do. So like, say next year comes 2021, and I mean, it's just hypothetical, and it starts off and we're back to normal life and performing again. Do you have like, I know uh, Mona is our current Miss Central PA Pride. Um, Do you guys have anything? I know you guys are trying to do things this year, but obviously, everything drag related took a backseat to this Corona crap. Um, so do you guys have anything like, have you worked anything, anything planned for next year? If we get back to doing drag for pride?
4: Well, we definitely want to um, reintroduce the tour that we had. Cause we had a lot of, you know, a lot of fun shows. Um, there is one um, big event that we were trying to get together just to kind of spotlight, you know, um, male performers, or I guess you, we called it a calendar star. That's what okay. we called it. So we had a, we had a lot of really big shows that we wanted to, um, do, and we kind of still have all those. We are going to reintroduce them. Um, we're also, you know, trying to see if we can get some kind of virtual things going on for later in the year. But yeah, yeah those are in the works. And definitely when we're able to, you know, be in each other's space again, we definitely want to reintroduce, you know, the shows that we had. Cause we did have several all age shows, shows as well. That's awesome.
0: I do have to say, that's one thing I want to anyway. applaud you on. You definitely, um, you were trying to reach out to our younger drag fans as well. Um, because drag is not just, you know, adults, kids love drag mm-hmm. and Actually, the three of us got a fantastic chance to do a drag story time together.
4: Yes. Yeah, that was so
0: much fun. I felt so bad. I was losing my voice, so I couldn't actually read a story. So I just performed.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Mikhail, uh, like what made you decide to start doing drag? Because I know your story is rather interesting.
4: Well, I didn't even know about drag until I was 18. Um, And that was the first time I actually went to my first gay club. Um, And that was the first time I met a drag queen. And as soon as I met a drag queen, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be a drag queen. (laughs) And uh, I remember being so disappointed when I was told that I couldn't be a drag king or a drag queen. Um, And then, Later on that year, I went to Charlotte pride. I'm from North Carolina originally. Um, so I went to Charlotte pride and that's when I met my very first drag king. And I was like, Oh, so that's what I have to do. So that's when I first got the, um, the, uh, inspiration of becoming a drag king. And, um, I was actually, I actually didn't really get the courage to do it until 2014, you know, So yeah, it was six year manifestation.
0: And you skyrocketed yourself right into a title.
4: I did, that was very unexpected. That's what, (laughs) that's one thing is when I get, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: We've got some fun questions. Um, A wonderful, that jacket is so gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, There's a really cute one that I love here. Shane Fetro. Miss you guys.
4: Uh,
0: Oh, it's
4: been so long.
0: Shane is Miss Jamie Lynn Valentine, and she is also a fabulous drag queen. Uh, We need to reconnect at some point, girl. Um, Just a handful of emojis from Slayer. (laughs) Um, Slayer is an amazing drag performer based out of Reading, and she will actually be on the show next week. So I don't want to give too much away just yet. Oh, Hey y'all looking sickening smooch smooch. (laughs) Love you. That's Monica. (laughs) Monica was one of our woo girls of the week a couple weeks ago. She is amazing. (laughs) Um, and actually I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, Dara Cristal. Um, hi, beautiful people. I'm the lip lady. Fancy was talking about 10% off the entire order code fancy. Um, I hope she didn't mind me saying that because it's right here on the chat, but she has these fabulous lip colors that have recently come out. Um, Yeah, uh, the lip lady code, Fancy 10% off the order. She's known Fancy since high school. So, wow, you went to high school with Fancy. That was like 500 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I love Fancy, she's amazing. She's younger than I am, and I'm the old broad of the show, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mikkel, is there anything you wanted to leave the audience with before we move on to our With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
4: Anyone that's looking to, you know, get into drag, I'd say just go for it, you know, reach out to um, any of the drag kings or queens that you may know. We're always, you know, looking to help people get started and we're always looking for talent because, you know, we all have something different to bring to the platform. And uh, I think that's what's great about it. That's it.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Well, we're gonna have Mikkel hang out backstage for a little bit and we'll bring him back toward the end of the show. So as you're watching, make sure you start thinking of questions to ask. We're gonna be playing a fun game with photos later, but thank you Mikkel so much for being here and we'll chat with you soon.
4: Of course, all righty, (laughs) bye. See ya.
0: (laughs) I adore him so much. but we do have another guest to get to and I'm super excited. I met this King a couple years ago. We were performing out of college together um, and I'm so excited to have him on the show. So everybody, I would like to give to you all the way from New York, Mr. Ryder Knightley. Yay. <laughs> so Ryder, give us a little who, what, where about you. Oh, a
5: little who, um, obviously Ryder Knightley. Um, I started drag probably about five years ago in downtown Bainton. Uh My wife actually pushed me into it. I was very much, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to do drag. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting on the stage with all these people, <laughs> but eventually, when I just got the courage, and it's been going on ever since. Um, what I'm wearing, I guess, is kind of like Mikel. I go to the Salvation Army, pick out all my outfits and, I stone every single like item of clothing that I have. And uh, I learned that technique from AJ Menendez actually. I don't know how to sew anything, so I was always wearing like uh like my costumes if I don't know how to sew. Anything? And he was like, Oh, come on, but you, you can glue things on, you can put gems everywhere, you can just make anything you want. So. And,
0: and where can we find you?
5: Where can you find me? Um I'm not very much on the social media very often. Uh, Facebook, basically, is, is, um, is it. My YouTube <laughs> channel, yes, I have a YouTube channel. That's the wife from the background. Don't give me, info. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a uh, Writer Knightley's YouTube channel. Uh, all my videos after every performance are uploaded there. It goes all the way back to I believe uh, my first year of doing it until present.
0: Awesome. Um, now, I have a quick question for you. Um, a lot of last week we had on the incredible Eva Angelica Stratton, and she made a comment about, you know, she is a trans woman who has done drag, and she is not a fan of the term female impersonation because she is in fact female. You are a man who does drag. Right. How do you feel about the term male impersonation?
5: Um, I try not to let it bother me, to be honest. I consider myself a drag performer. I still am a drag king. I still put on the makeup. I do the contouring. I perform and entertain. So honestly, I try not to let anybody's opinion and basically say, hey, you're not a drag king because you're just, you know, you're a trans man. You can't consider yourself a king. It doesn't matter. Drag is valid in any form.
0: That's true. I love that. That's a great way to think about it too, because drag has evolved over the years and it's not, it's not as binary as it used to be. Right. <laughs> Neither yeah. is the world. <laughs> right. yeah. No, no, true. Uh, Amy, do you have any questions for Ryder?
3: I am curious, Ryder. How did you come up with your name? What was the inspiration <laughs> behind that? <laughs>
5: Um, <laughs> it's quite interesting. I was uh googling drag king names and Ryder stood out to me, and I'm like, okay, how can I play a pun off of this? So it's all nightly. I'm like, okay, this will work, <laughs> this will definitely go with it. And every time I'm announced, you get the queens
2: saying, Oh, Ryder nightly.
5: <laughs> I love it.
2: I I love love it. it. I love pun drag names. I remember, <laughs> uh, it's so funny, cause some of them, like, you don't really, like some of them it takes a little bit to kick in. Cause I remember um, watching, what was that? Season four of RuPaul's Drag Race. And it took me like three episodes to realize her name's Sharon Needles. Like it just took me a little longer, to realize, and I just, I just loved it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's
0: funny. Yeah, <laughs>
3: no pun names are my jam for everything. It doesn't matter, drag, real life, I don't care. Pun names. The best yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
0: One of my favorite pun names. Um, mm-hmm. there's a queen called Nova. Her last name is Gina. Nova Gina.
2: No,
0: okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm like stop, I don't think it would work for me, but so oh,
5: okay.
0: I love this. I figured out Anastasia is taking over the inside the drag closet page right now. He's a monster. She really is. I love this, like, intro. The desire of women and men up and down the East Coast gives some love to Ryder Knightley, which she didn't spell correctly, but that's okay.
2: Rydy
0: Knightley. <laughs> <Riding> Knightley.
2: <laughs>
0: Anastasia. Does it, didn't
2: Anastasia go to college, girl? Come on. That's have degrees me, that's all. I mean, Anastasia doesn't have as many degrees as Amy, but she can still spell Ryder. <laughs> Accurate.
3: It depends, it depends on what degree she has, because let's be real, some of the liberal arts majors, I'm just kidding, no offense, liberal arts how dare you, <laughs> we friends. I so love you like a brother and a wife.
0: Yeah, we've been all of those. <laughs> we'll be talking about that later, don't you worry. <laughs> Scarlett, do you have any questions for Ryder? Uh,
2: not, I don't, well, not really. I mean, I was just gonna go off of like, I wanted to comment what you were saying earlier about like um how, you know, being a trans man and like people saying, oh, well, you can't be a drag king man. And like, that's, and like James saying, like how drag has evolved, you know, it's not like just men, doing queens and like our men being queens anymore like it was way back, you know what I mean? It's evolved into kings and like trans people doing drag. Everyone can, you know, and even straight people, like everyone can do drag. I mean, at the end of the day, like as long as you're having fun and it's, it makes you happy,
5: exactly. do
2: it. No matter what you look like or what type you're doing, like, yeah. you can't please everybody, but as lo- if you can please one person, you're doing something right.
3: If you please yourself. <laughs> Doing
0: something
5: right. Forget everybody else as long as you're happy and having fun. Drag actually
0: realize who I really was. So I've heard that a lot. You know, a lot of not a lot of, but there's a good percentage of drag performers who go into drag and then realize, you know, what maybe I'm more comfortable. And they realize that they were either born in the wrong body, they're trans, they're non-binary. And I, I think that's, I what was that, it,
5: writer? I felt it my whole life, honestly. Ever since I was probably 12, 13 years old, I was taking an electrical tape and taping myself down. Uh, my mother would find out, she would take that tape away. She'd be like, no, you need to wear And I never quite understood what was wrong with me. And I tried to fit into the female world to try to be quote unquote normal. It worked mm-hmm. for about three years, then I I just couldn't do it anymore. I started going back to the tomboy and then I found the drag and I was like, you know what, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. don't need to conform to, okay, I'm supposed to dress as a woman because that's
0: where I was born. No, I was born in the wrong body. We actually have a couple good questions. I really, this question intrigues me and I just, um, writer, I want to see how you answer this. Uh, from Jasleen, why is it a lot of Kings discard the drag aspect of the art? meaning just throwing on some male clothes and lip sync to Pitbull. I love seeing Kings implement the drag aspect into their performances. Should it not be that way? Is it, or is the same as fishy drag versus drag drag?
4: Hmm.
5: I kind of understand what she's asking because I do see a lot of trans men think that they no longer have to do the makeup. They no longer have to put on the facial hair because you are a male. But they do need to realize that it is still performance art and we still do need to have our own costuming. You still should do your makeup. You know, you're know, you an entertainer and people are paying to come see you. So you need to put in as much effort as the queens or as any other entertainer that goes out there and performs that night.
0: Exactly. I think something we say a lot is that all drag is valid. Uh, yeah. Not all drag is right for every show, but all drag is valid. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, That makes it wonderful. A couple other fun statements. Uh, Anastasia was like, Speak on it, Amy. (laughs) All about being proud of yourself. Drag opens the door for gender identity and expression.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. It definitely does. I mean, uh, I was going to kind of like go off of, um, you know, after Ryder said what he said, like go off of like, you know, finding yourself and doing drag. Like, when I first came out as being gay, I was very like, how can I, how can I say it? I, I thought like, even though I was gay, like I had to act masculine. You know, I would see like so many gay men who it, like it was masculine. You know, guys going to the gym and 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 doing stuff like that. And it's like, oh well, I'm since I'm gay, I have to do these things too. Like I, I was afraid. It was more so I was afraid to be feminine. I was like, because you'd see, you know, it still happens to stay in in um, the gay community. You know masculine gay men making fun of feminine gay men, you know what I mean? And so I was just afraid to, I was like, my favorite color is pink. I just want to wear pink all the time. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like so many things. But and then I thought to myself, well, they're feminine things. Like I don't want to get made fun of, you know? And then I found drag and I started doing drag. And that really changed, um, the way I express myself out of drag. Now I will go to the grocery store in all pink tracksuit with gloss on. I don't give a fuck what people say. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. A yeah. uh, couple other comments. Uh, love you, Writer Nightly. This is from Dorothy McLennan. I um, have
5: to make a shout out to Justin Sane, too, because she's watching tonight.
0: Nice. And, um, uh,
5: King in New York.
0: Question from Teddy. Um, do drag kings still roll up a sock and put it down their pants, or do they go in by a... <laughs> a <laughs> It's called a packer, sweetie, not a tildo. And day. who knows what a packer is? <laughs> I don't know what a packer is. The yeah. hell? I couldn't <laughs> even. It. I, this is a really good question from Visa Decline. Um, what do you think of MX performers competing in a Mr. and Miss pageant? Would you be open to AFAB hyper entertainers competing? now there's a lot of terminology in here that some people may not know um let me bring that back up uh, an mx title is basically a non-binary title um afab is assigned female at birth hyper or hyperfem means a um woman- it is, ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win
1: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Men ...competing for a feminine title. Uh, and I'll throw this to everyone. Um, Ryder, do you have any strong opinions on that?
5: Um, I myself had to actually compete in a couple MI competitions because since I was, you know, at birth, born female, I those are those competitions that I'm allowed to do but now since I've had top surgery I'm no longer able to do certain competitions because I've had surgery and I've had alterings done to my body which to me I see I think it's unfair I'm still an entertainer I should still be able to choose which competition or pageant that I want to do when and if I choose to do it so I mean it does bother me but I I understand
2: some
0: restrictions yeah, that makes sense. Um, Scarlett, do you have anything to add?
2: Uh, I, well, all I was going to say is, um, you know, kind of just going off of what Ryder said, is I don't think that there's, I mean, there's certain pageants that have the rules and they've had them since day one and they're going to stick by them no matter what. But again, I feel like pageants like that, you know, uh, I'm not that sure I'm going to name names or anything, but like I feel like pageants like that, it's like, okay so you started your system 40 years ago drag is as we said it multiple times drag is not the same as it was back then it's evolved it's changed everyone and anyone is doing it so like i feel like you know if someone wants to compete for your pageant and they're not fitting into your rule book, you need to bend the rules because rules are meant to be bent and at this point in time you know drag is for everyone so like i don't see why you know ab fab hyper like i don't know i don't see why they can't compete for any title they want to you know
0: If that makes sense. That does make sense. Uh, Amy, any thoughts?
3: As someone who is not part of the drag community, um, to me seeing it as a performance, it shouldn't matter what's in your pants as long as you're doing the performance well. So you could be born male and trying for an award in being a drag king and not do the costuming and the makeup and just stand there and do whatever then you're not gonna win because it doesn't matter what's in your pants it matters how you perform and how you are on stage yep
0: yeah if i wasn't wearing gloves i'd be snapping right now <laughs> I'll, I'll try but my nails
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't stab yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was so well put um so we are gonna move on writer do you have anything to add before we move on to our next segment you would ask me that. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, So um what we what we're gonna do next, Scarlett's gonna talk for a couple minutes. The rest of us are gonna head backstage, but we will all be back shortly to be answering some questions. So yeah. go ahead and start getting those wheels turning on the questions you have. But at this time I give to you Scarlet Overkill.
2: Hello everyone who's watching. I hope you're enjoying the show and having as much fun as the rest of us are. Now, if this is your first time watching, shame on you. You should follow our page and you should be watching every week of Inside the Drag Closet. But if it's your first time watching, I have a segment every time that I'm the co-host and I like to talk about makeup, whether it's tips, tricks, secrets, and everything in between. So tonight I'm going to talk about, cause this is something that a lot of people ask me and have been asking me for quite some time is how, well, first of all, they ask, do you have eyebrows? Real boy eyebrows, and I say, yes. And they ask, well, where are they? What do you do with them? So I glue down my eyebrows. So basically the process, I'm gonna kind of go through the process and talk about it and talk about how it's done. Cause a lot of Queens do do this. Now I know some Queens, they just shave their real eyebrows off. They don't have any eyebrows, and they draw eyebrows on both in and out of drag. And the rest of us who don't shave our eyebrows off have to block out, is what we call it, block out our eyebrows. So blocking out your eyebrows is a process that involves – it's different for everybody. Some people use glue sticks. Some people use prosade, aid but there's setting powder involved and foundation and everything. So I'm kind of kind of go through and explain how I glue my eyebrows down, um, now, this doesn't work for everybody. Everyone has different eyebrows. You know, I've noticed that people who have thicker, fuller, bushier eyebrows use the pros because it adheres uh, better and it lasts longer. But for me, I can use a glue stick. So I use the purple disappearing Elmer's glue stick, um, the one that you get in the Arts and Crafts aisle, just grab one of those. And what I do is I take the glue stick then and I rub it back and forth over my eyebrow so it gets in between all the hairs. And then I'll take a spoolie. And I'll comb up my eyebrows so they're flat up against my head, going up towards my forehead. And then I'll go ahead and put um, setting powder on to set that once once it's dry, setting powder to set it on. And then I'll go through and I'll do that two times. And then the third time what I do is I will go up again with the glue stick. And once that's set, then I'll put white setting, uh, like a white clown white, excuse me, clown white powder over it and then after that's all done the last step you do uh is then i put the foundation over and then that completely blocks my eyebrows out now obviously like you can't can't see them because then i put the eyeshadow over top all this black my big black wings which funny betty Whitecastle the other day said my wings are starting to look like witches hats which i'm okay with because i'm a witch and i love halloween so i just, i'm fine with that um but yeah, once it's all on, then you can't see my eyebrows. And it's crazy to think how many people ask, like, do you even have eyebrows? What did you do with them? Where do they go? So it's amazing what you can do with glue stick and setting powder. You can get rid of your eyebrows. Like, they're not even there.
0: That's so true. Like, that's that's been a drag staple for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I use the ProSade when I'm performing outside. You know, Pride events, it gets really hot. I just do two layers of Prose aid But for this show, I've gone back to using glue sticks. I order them in bulk.
2: Yeah, same. I get like a, I think it's a 12 pack?
0: I get the 30. Oh. <laughs>
2: I didn't even know they really <laughs> a 30. I was like, 12 uh, is good for now. But Oh, absolutely.
0: Fabulous comment here. Love the yellow.
2: Thank you. Uh, you know, what's funny is that when you put that comma up earlier from her and you said, because um, I didn't get to see all of last week's episode, um, but you uh, brought up about like lips and stuff and 10% off. Like all excited. I thought it was like 10% off lip injections. Oh my gosh. And I was nope, it's lipstick. And I already have like 60 different shades of lipstick. So I'm good on that.
0: Good comment here from Max. Uh, your eyebrow space looks so smooth. Mine always looks a bit, well, rough and oatmeal-y.
2: <laughs> I think, I uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like sometimes when I notice that people have oatmealy that's what we the term we use eyebrows it's they maybe didn't wait long enough for like the glue to stick to set they didn't use maybe the right setting powders i, I cuz like well, i know when i first started doing drag i tried the longest time doing the glue stick and all that and i got the same res, uh results oatmealy so actually for a while i had been shaving my eyebrows off but then out of drag i just looked like a really really weird like monster so (laughs) I was like I need to let my eyebrows grow back and then in
0: the process I practiced more and now it's like the glue
2: stick works for me. Mm
0: -hmm. The glue stick is great like I'll admit tonight there's a reason I'm sitting far back because my eyebrows are not quite where I wanted them to be but my crease is actually covering them Uh, this is what we call inside the drag closet. Uh,
2: (laughs) They're all up and close. Exactly. I how that's how mine, I mean, most queens do that. Then they'll do like the darkest color, like on their crease. And then like up towards my, you can see like this yellow at the top of my. Mm-hmm. So I did like a, almost like a dark orange and fade out to yellow. So that dark orange really hides the real eyebrow.
0: I I pointed this out to Scarlett a while ago and it's something like I still get a kick out of. Notice Scarlett doesn't put on new eyebrows and you don't okay. even notice it. Nope. Like, I love how you found your face.
2: I did, and that's another thing too, you know, speaking of eyebrows and our, um, you know, drag brows, I should say, drag brows is like, for the longest time, I was like, you know, I just love to be, I just love color and being colorful. And, you know, the more color I started adding to my face, I'm like, well, if I wear every color of the rainbow every time on my eyebrows, I mean, I'm, uh, excuse me, that's my eyeshadow, I don't have any room for eyebrows. And there was a time where I was doing eyebrows but it was just like this weird thin like brown line because I couldn't go full brow because I would have eyebrows up in my hair. (laughs) So I just stopped doing them and it's like, I mean, I know other queens that don't do eyebrows too because they just the way their eye makeup looks and I love the way it looks on me.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Speaking of full color, I actually, I wanted to give a shout out, um, Anastasia, and uh, my good friend Jasmine who was one of our woo girls of the week a number of weeks ago I took their advice and I ordered a new palette from Juvia's place and I used that palette for all of my colors tonight and I am loving it I got the the festival palette um it's all super high pigmented uh juvia's place fabulous black owned company um like that. this is this is the palette I got. Oh, those pinks and reds. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, I I love this. And I will be using more of it. I also got two of their, um, their uh, blushes for my cheeks. <laughs> I didn't notice till now, but they look like two different colors. But that's okay. <laughs> I might have used one on one cheek and one on the other. Um, but we do have another... Um, Dara, again, we have everything. It's all waterproof, not just lipstick. That's okay. awesome. Um, love your lashes, both of you. I need that in my lash. Um, where is it? I just bought, I, I was at Walmart shopping the other day and Wet n Wild had a stand that was just a whole bunch of lashes. Yep. So Ooh. I literally grabbed lashes. This is actually, I think, two or three of them stacked together. Oh, I like. Yeah, I really like them.
2: Yeah, I, I have to. I'm like this eye, eyelash, obviously. I keep playing with this, it, pissing me off, but I have to make new ones. Mine are actually. So I usually go to um, Ulta and they yeah. get me every time. I now have a credit card with Ulta, so I'm a danger girl. Um, <laughs> but I always go to Ulta and I buy like the. I think they're. I think it's four pairs of lashes in like one box. So mm-hmm. I get two boxes, and I get eight pairs of lashes, and then I just stack them. Like I think these are six pairs stacked. Nice. Yeah. That way it hides everything. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Even, I just close my eyes. You Just can't see anything. <laughs>
0: That's what it looks like. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. One more comment before we move on. Uh, from Whitley Nicole D'Air, the incredible Miss Whitley. You both look amazing. Thank Thanks. you so My much. <laughs> we miss you. We want to get you on the show at some point. Um, but it's time to bring everybody back. So we're just gonna bring everyone back and we are going to start answering some questions. And I'm going to present everyone with some fun pictures. So let's bring back Writer Mikel, and Amy. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey. All So everyone, go ahead and start sending in those questions. You can ask us pretty much anything. I'm not guaranteeing we're going to answer everything. But I want to start talking about some questions or some pictures I found. Ooh, and what? I'm actually going to start... Um, I'm going to ask you to describe this picture for everyone. And we're going to start... Mikel describe this.
4: Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. So that was, um, from amateur drag race, uh, whenever that was the first time we worked together, uh, yeah. that was, um, inspired by Prince poppycocks and I performed Bohemian Rhapsody to that. Um, now I, I remember that being one of my favorite performances of the entire, uh, drag Race. Yeah. That
0: outfit is so amazing. Yeah, I'm wearing I love it right that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And it, was, and it was funny. I was getting ready and I was like, ooh, I've got the quarantine 15. This jacket didn't fit. <laughs> so I am squeezed into this outfit right now. All right, let's grab another picture. Um, I want writer to describe this.
5: Oh. Um, (laughs) Well, that is actually on the stage in Ohio at the Mr. U.S. of AMI pageant, Nationals. And uh, between my wife and I, we spent probably about two and a half months making that suit. There's probably about 20,000 rhinocons on it. Wow. Uh, The dragons on there actually were from the Silk Nightgown I found at the Salvation Army cut it out and then all those are glued on there so- oh wow See, i yeah, love the dragons. that's awesome yep. i actually got marked off on that pose because the judges were saying that i looked like i was grabbing myself so they were like <laughs> yeah don't pose like that <laughs> yeah. I- I totally <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. I'd be a little wacky, but you know, I was showing a little personality. But I'm like, okay, I'll remember that next time. I'm on stage. I thought you looked like some sort of mob boss
3: for like this dragon syndicate. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I love it. Um, Scarlett. Oh, talk oh. about that.
2: <laughs> okay. I thought
0: it was going to be a lot worse than what popped up. Oh, no. I'm saving those.
2: Um, okay, so let's see, this picture of a lovely neon green covered in, I think the rhinestones are pink, blue, and green. And then neon green hair. And this was at, uh, where was this at? River City. Yes, that's right. So River City, first gay business. Yes, that was, uh, oh my gosh, how long ago was that? Like back in January or something? I don't know, it's been a while. But yes, posed in the little corner up on the stage because it had the best lighting, so Derek said, and it does. It, it's a cool picture.
0: I love that picture. I was looking yeah. through your pictures today, and I was like, ooh, how have yeah. I never noticed that one? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Amy, let's talk about this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So th- this was my recent stint as a very handsome ginger man named Macbeth. I'm having a sword pointed at the camera, wearing my fancy noble shirt, which was bought off of Amazon. I just searched up gaudy shirts and picked one that was gold and black. Has a little crown on it, but you can't see it too well. And I'm also wearing a tilted crown with my curly Ronald McDonald style hair. It's kind of fun. (laughs) I love it. That was when Jade was my wife. It was beautiful.
0: Yep, I was Lady Macbeth in that show. (laughs) (laughs) We had so much fun. That was for the social distancing players and Shakespeare approves. Um, If you've never looked them up, definitely look them up. They're so much fun. They're doing fun parodies. They actually did one tonight. They did a very Hamlet Christmas special.
3: It's the only one where everyone lives.
0: Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Um, What else do I have? Let's see if we got some questions coming in. Ooh, I like this question. It's directed to Ryder, but we're gonna go around. I want everyone to answer this. Um, starting with Ryder, what is your favorite song to do? And this is from Megan Matz. Oh, that's
5: a tough one. I don't think I have a favorite. Um, I've been trying to change it up a little bit and I do a couple of the funny songs. I've done Sexy and I Know It and I go out in a nice shiny Speedo with the Afro. And then I've uh, switch it up a little bit. And I uh, I'd like to do the male versions of, like, Celine Dion, um, Cher. So, like, I, I really don't have a favorite. I like to go, you know, to slow, to fast, to like a dance song, or one that's, like, emotional. I've done one that explains my transition my version of Adele Mo. That's my transition song.
0: I love that. <laughs> Makel, what's your favorite song to perform?
4: <laughs> I am. Um, I'm gonna piggyback the same thing. I don't have one favorite song. Um, I do have favorite things to perform. Um, I really like dancing and getting the audience um, engaged. Uh, but any any performance that you know allows me to um, express my like face painting and my costuming. You know, I really love that kind of performance. And it depends on what I'm trying to um, express as to what kind of song it would be. I love that.
0: Amy, even though you're not a drag performer, you are a member of Chase Treasure. What is your favorite song to perform?
3: My favorite song to perform obviously would have to be a Chase Treasure song. Uh, Captain's Wife Lament is one of my favorite songs. Um, it's about semen.
2: <laughs> we all love semen, girl. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's literally <laughs> the entire song. is. I I know that Jade has heard it, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll do a snippet of it for you. There's semen on the windowsill and semen in the yard, semen in the bathroom. No, fuck, sorry. Um, I can't think of the words from not singing it from the beginning. But basically every other word is semen, 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 semen.
2: That sounds like my Friday night girl. Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh. Where's my fan? (laughs) Um. So, favorite song to perform, like everyone else, I don't have just one. Um, I have this fabulous mix of Do Re Mi from The Sound of Music. Uh, I'm very into, I'm I'm a very theater queen. Um, I'm a very theater queen. Is that even a sentence?
3: <laughs> it is now. Sure.
0: Um, sorry, there was too much semen. Um, <laughs> but I love, I'm very hooked on the soundtrack from the Broadway show Six. Um, actually the West End version of the show, the Edinburgh version of the show. That show ne- just needs to happen everywhere. Um, but yeah, I love I love big musical silly shenanigans. Scarlet. Speaking of,
2: yes. speaking of silly shenanigans, uh, <laughs> I I yeah, I guess I'm gonna just go off of everyone else and just say I don't have a favorite. I mean, it depends on um, you know, it depends on your crowd, the venue I'm at. You know, um, I like doing Ariana Grande songs, um, but then I'll do something silly and ridiculous. And then even, you know, depending on if I'm in um, Bumfuck Nowhere um, or Hickville, I whip out Shania Twain. So, you know, gotta do a little bit of everything. I love that.
0: So we're gonna look at some more pictures and then we're gonna get back to some questions. Uh, We'll go around the other way this time. We started with Mikkel, so we're gonna start with Ryder and I want you to describe this picture.
4: Oh,
5: That's actually kind of cute. That's my wife. Um, that was a fundraiser that I did for, what was it, Toys, Toys for Tots in Binghamton. Yeah, this is done every year in Binghamton, and it's um, usually mostly Queens, but luckily I had uh, Queen Katrina and uh, Dusty Box and a few others invite me down to this, and it was, uh, it was a really nice thing to be able to do.
0: That's awesome. We love a good fundraiser. Like that's that's the, that's why Pride is around. Like we are here to serve the community. Um, kings and queens don't, they're not kings and queens because they rule over people. They're kings and queens because they serve the people. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right, Scarlett, describe this.
2: Hey, okay, <laughs> so I have a lovely black, cocktail dress on covered in rhinestones and a pink pussycat wig. And then my <laughs> husband Jeremy's behind me in his full suit. And this was, in, let me think. This was from Miss Gay NEPA America pageant 2018, I think it was. Yes, 2018, um, up at uh, the 12 Penny in, uh, I guess, that's Scranton area. So, yes, I was judging that night, and Jeremy's obviously uh, promoted from Iscape Pennsylvania, so he was there as well overseeing the pageant. And that was after the pageant was over, might add, because that picture I looked more ridiculous than I normally do because Desiree and Katarina were there and we get in trouble when the three of us were together and I had a couple too many shots. <laughs> at my wall, say that.
0: <laughs> I love that picture though. All right. I'm not gonna dish it out without being able to take it, so uh-huh. That's me and Derek, Mr. Devere. Um, That was in Provincetown. We actually went to see Ben Delacreme perform uh, Ready to be Committed, which was hilarious. Um, Derek had gotten us tickets to go see her show and we knew she does a meet and greet afterward. And I was like, I want a picture with Ben Delacreme while I'm in drag because I'm such a fan and I'm a nerd. (laughs) And she could not have been nicer, but yeah, we We like to have adventure vacations where we go to a place we've never been before and just figure out what we're doing.
5: I like
0: it. All righty. Ooh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? So Amy, here we go.
3: This is how we spend pretty much every night, just on the couch, snuggled up. It's kind of nice, you know, casual clothes, sweatshirts, t-shirts, glasses. But no, that's my fuzzy bear husband. His name's Jesse. He's a good boy. He's over there on the couch <laughs> snickering every now and then. So yeah. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. And oh,
3: you might notice the Christmas tree was up. It's literally been up for eleven Christmases now, so it never has gone down.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> righty, Mikkel. Here it is.
4: Oh, that's my wife. That's actually at the beginning of this year when I decided to chop my hair off, my natural hair. Um, I am really expressive with color personally. I'm not only with Mikkel. So that was our um, celebration for this year. We went out for dinner and then met up with um, sister-in-laws and danced the night away. That's awesome. I love that picture.
3: I, I like that too. cut
4: on you too. Your hair looks great in that picture. Yeah. Thank you. I Thank you. kept cutting it. Now it's really short, so I'm trying to grow it back out. Is that blue
2: in your hair too? Say again? I said it looks like, the, I, from my angle, looks like it's, is it, there blue in your hair?
4: Oh yeah, it was till and blue. Oh, nice. Yeah, now it's pink. Yeah. Um,
2: I love it. I, my real, I've been growing my boy hair out and it's actually pretty long. Um, and I just started doing like, not as long as crazy things. So my hair is currently like purple,
0: blue, and fuchsia. It's like all mixed in there.
4: Oh that, yeah.
0: That's Amy's natural color.
3: Yeah, it's the first time people <laughs> in a while, but uh, wow. you know, college is a pain. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. We have some more questions to get to. Um, we're not going to be able to get to all of them, but I want to look at some of these. Um, There's some really good questions on here. Thank you all for being so uh, attentive. If we don't get to your question, I'm, I know me, I'm gonna go back through and I'm personally gonna answer these. So if anybody else wants to, you're more than welcome to. Um, I, I actually, I like, oh my God, there's so many, good. you kids are making us work tonight. I love that. Um, Here's a good one from Dara. Do you make your own clothes? Uh, let, I'll start with that one. Uh, no, cause I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> I can make stuff. I've made a couple outfits before, but I am more about like getting stuff made for me now. Um, there's a wonderful website called Coquetry and I'm addicted to them. Um, I have a new outfit from them that I'm going to be premiering sometime. Um, but while I'm capable of making my own stuff, I typically don't. Because I'm very critical of my own work. <laughs> uh, Scarlett,
2: um, I have a couple like things that I've made myself, but they're more so like hot glue and yes, you know, that route. Um, I know how to sew like by hand. I do have a sewing machine. I've recently bought one uh, last year. Um, still haven't taught myself to use it yet, but it's on my list of things to do. Uh, <laughs> I've been like this year. I kind of started to quarantine with like. Uh, practicing like ha- like for well for hair like i buy my own wigs off amazon and i style them myself um so hair yes as far as outfits uh not yet i'm hoping to start using my sewing machine soon and
0: making my own stuff awesome writer
5: uh, it depends on how much i procrastinate before a show coming up, whether or not i order my clothes or if i actually need <laughs>
0: store and uh start making my own outfits i'm very much wait to the last minute
4: person anymore awesome mccall <laughs> um same i i kind of do a little bit of everything this depends on what i'm trying to create you know a little sewing i do know how to use a sewing machine it's a very long process you know especially whenever the thread breaks i gotta re-thread the needle i'm not good at that Um, But hot glue E6000, my best friends, holds a lot of things together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. How about you, Amy?
3: Um, So I learned how to sew by making my Chase Treasure court gown. So I went big or went home, so to say, uh, because making the court gown with boning and everything was a big challenge. And Mama Lewis, who was the amazing seamstress that did all of the costumes for New Jersey for a while, Uh, She had been the one to teach me. I broke many of her needles, almost wrecked her machine a couple of times, but managed to make the dress and would love to make a second one. I just need to find the time. I have a machine, I've made stuff for Shimmer. Um, I sometimes buy a lot of stuff to go along with things that I make as well, because let's just face it, it's easier to do that. Uh, But as soon as I get space and time, I actually wanna update Lady Arabella's gown and make it kind of steampunky ish
0: That's fair. All right, I want to I want to cover one more question. Um and then we're going to do some more pictures cuz I'm liking how this is working out. Uh rather serious question, do local drag clubs or shows treat drag kings or non-binary drag performers differently than queens and how if so? Um I'll start with that one. I've noticed there is a big difference um in how kings are treated than queens. Um there's a sad stereotype that People want to go out and see drag queens, um, and they're not as excited about kings, and that sucks. Um, kings put in just as much work as queens do. Um, you know, there's there's various different types of queens, there's various different types of kings, and sadly, it takes some places longer to understand what a drag king is. Um, Scarlett, would you like to add to that?
2: Well, yeah, I was gonna, uh, you know going off piggybacking off you of said about how kings don't get like the the love and that the queens do especially here in our area um you see that I mean our area doesn't really ha- I mean we have kings but not as many kings as we do queens is what I'm trying to say um and I guess um uh, like what Ryder was saying earlier like you know or I think it was a question actually um you know like Sometimes some drag kings, you know, just think throwing on a pair of jeans and coming out and doing, you know, a song. I think it was Shazling, that's the question, is like doing, you know, drag, but like you do have to put the work into it if you want to do it. So for me, I'm. it's all about the entertainment value. So I mean, like, obviously, like, you know, I love Mikel and Ryder and what they do because, you know, they come out, like you saw Ryder's costume with the dragons on and then the stuff Mikel wears and the performances they do, it's entertaining, you know? So I feel like they should get the same level of love that you and I do, or any other queen or
0: performer. Agreed. Uh, writer.
5: Uh, well, I was lucky enough to actually have a few queens that would bring me onto their shows that were just primarily queens, and I would be, we wanted only king, I mean I've had Ed Dickinson a few times, where I was with like Queens Luckily last year we had um, LaCrosse, LaCrosse joined me. Um, but I've actually noticed that there's not a lot of places that want just drag kings. They want the queens, and then they will tolerate the kings. Well, like I said, luckily I've had a few of the top, or top queens have their own shows around here in Oneon. I have Lily Bola that has their own show. I've had uh, Katrina in Binghamton. I've had India Bombay. They've all given me a chance to actually make something of myself and be able to have the opportunity to perform in all these queens.
0: Awesome. Mikhail?
4: Um, yeah, just what everyone else said. I mean, you know, the drag king community has grown a lot in the, over the years, um, you know, and I've taken taken performances that I've done in one venue and it's been, you know, awesome. And I've taken the same performance to another venue and it hasn't. So it's just, you know, a matter of, you know, people understanding you know, um, Kings, you know, some people have the expectation that a drag King is supposed to look like, you know, the most masculine man that, um, you know, you can be. And that's actually, if you ask me when I do that, it's very comical for me. When I do it, I just get a kick out of doing bully masculine drag because I normally don't do that. Um, for me, it's just very entertaining, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) Yeah, there is definitely a difference, and depending on what venue you're in, not only are you treated differently, you know, by the cast sometimes, but you're also treated differently by the audience as well, so uh, you really got to enjoy what you're doing um, to endure it.
0: That's true. Uh, Amy, anything to add?
3: I've not. Been to a club yet to see a live Show I know shame on me shame on me Most of what I've seen has been shown to me by (laughs) Jade But I will say That I've heard more about Drag queens than I have about drag kings It actually wasn't until Jade that I knew that there was such a thing As drag kings so You guys you put in a lot Of work you deserve just as much props As everybody else and I would love to see It if drag kings became more popular And more respected in the drag
5: community
0: I love that You know, I think the show Dragula has done some amazing things because um, for those who don't know, RuPaul's Drag Race is not the only big drag show out there. Um, There's a show called the Boulet Brothers Dragula. And I always call it, it's a mix of RuPaul's Drag Race and Fear Factor, Um, (laughs) because it's very dark, (laughs) it's very twisted. And this year, the winner was Landon Sider, who is an amazing drag king. He's amazing, and if he hears this, respond to my Instagram post, because I want you on the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, King's put in the work, and it it's amazing. But let's get to some more pictures, because I'm having fun with the shenanigans. Oh and that's why we're gonna start with Amy. Oh, God. <laughs> let's talk about this.
3: Oh, that's my wedding dress. Um, so for my wedding, I had my dress made. Uh, it was originally when we found the pattern, like a $40,000 dress that my, uh, friend cricket, who is, uh, Alicia. That's her. That I, is that her real name? Alicia. Okay. I always call her cricket. So I'm like, Hey, she's cricket. cricket. yeah, she's cricket. And mama <laughs> Lewis helped to make for me. I made the appliques on it, um, uh, because I couldn't find appliques that I liked uh, that my hair, I did a silver and blue color to match the dress because, you know, you can't have too much color in your life, in my opinion. I love the colors. And then I had the little fairy ornament on the forehead just to add a little bit of extra bling. But yeah, I had my uh, wedding at the New Jersey Renaissance Fair Fairgrounds, invited whoever wanted to come. I said, Look, bring food. I don't care how many people show up. Just bring food and we'll be good. And we made a giant party of
5: it.
0: Yep. That was such so. a beautiful day. I got to be there for it. And it, started off like such this beautiful but fun and lighthearted ceremony and it after the ceremony was over i don't know what happened but it degraded to this like shirtless soiree <laughs> none of the guys had shirts on at one point
3: so it started with the ceremony which ended in a sword fight and then we went to the shirtless soiree and it just went all downhill from there
0: yep one of my favorite moments of that show uh, For anyone who watched one of our first episodes With uh, our woo girl Katie She's an instigator First of all um, <laughs> She was watching guys walk by And like one of the guys Just took his shirt off And we were like okay he's got shirt <laughs> It's a party and it's outside and it's hot um, She Her and another friend were just sitting there And they'd see like hot guys walk by And she, they'd just play this game of Hey you That shirt looks stupid on you. And these boys would just be like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moral of the story is boys are dumb.
5: Katie has some superpowers too, let's be real.
0: Katie does have superpowers. You're not wrong. All right, Mikkel, I've got another picture for you. Let's talk about
4: this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't even know which venue this is at. Um, this was one of my characters that I, I needed to do, the Grinch. Um, I did a full performance with that. I, I think that may actually be the one where um, I stripped down to just the thong. You that? Ah. Good timing. <laughs> oh my God. That's, so uh, that's one of my, yeah, that, that's, that was a fun memory. <laughs> Th- those are the things I like to do. <laughs>
0: I love that.
3: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I was so prepared for that too. I was like, "Yep, we're going to talk about the Grinch." <laughs> All right. And before we move on to Ryder I I just want to commend you because I didn't get to see this performance, but you did the Rum Tum Tugger from Cats.
4: I did. I made that entire costume. That I was very proud of how that turned out. That made me
0: so happy. Like (laughs) I need to see that in person. (laughs) All
4: It's stuck away. Gonna definitely do that again.
0: (laughs) All right, writer. This is kind of a dark picture, but I like it. Would you describe this?
5: What is that? Oh, I don't even remember what song that was. Actually might've been the sex theme show that I did. And I did a uh, Nickelback sex. And I've had those uh, those candles lit up there. I used my little whip, slapped down the table. It flipped the candles upside down, and I took the wax and smeared it all over my chest. That was probably right before that though, because the candles are still lit. <laughs> so, uh, I could switch it on, be in the slow to the, the punk rock right there.
0: I love okay. that. <laughs> it's so dark. It's so sexy. Like, are you wearing leather pants?
5: I
1: am.
0: I've got the choker (laughs) around my neck. Yes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Scarlett, I'm going to throw you kind of a big picture right now. Okay. Let's talk about this moment.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. So that was, what, 2018? I Um, think so. Yeah, because last year was Peppermint. It was the year before, yeah. Yes, yeah, so this was Dickinson College in October of 2018. Um, Jade and I have been there what
0: four years in a row now. Yep. yep. We can start doing our numbers over again because everyone's graduated.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did that one, and you can see the picture. Writers there too, um, and then we got to work with a head from RuPaul's Drag Race, Ms. Shea Coulee from season nine, also Team Shea for All Stars five, and uh, and she was a sweetheart, so nice and. They're having my big, huge, pink neon hair, and my yeah. leather bathing suit, and my thigh-high boots. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't think I wore that for a number. I think that's just for curtain call. Yeah. <laughs> but I love how we all wore like, black. Well, the mm. three. The three. And
0: Shay and JLo were wearing blue. Yeah. Like it was very Halloween, and it of was- course, Belladonna in the middle, looking super witchy, like she do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those- Poison, Poison was there and we couldn't find her for pictures cause she disappeared. Yeah, she did. It's just always fun. I mean,
2: granted, it's in October. So it's, that's still, you know, a few months out, probably not going to happen this year, but like, hopefully next year we can get back to doing that show. at Dickinson It's always so much fun. Like, you know, the, the, Ru- the RuPaul girls they bring in that work with us have always been so nice to us and fun to work with. And, the kids love us. They eat it up when we're on stage. Like, and then just hanging out, and get a picture of them afterwards. Like, it's true. Kids, whether they're elementary kids or college kids, kids love drag.
0: Yep. And we get stupid at that show. Oh yeah, we do. Like we go outside <laughs> afterward for pictures. Like yeah. I found a picture. I think it was Belladonna laying down and someone stepping on her. I'm like, what?
4: <laughs> what was that was me. <laughs> I went was you? Yeah, yes. me. <laughs> all
0: right. I have another picture I would like to talk about, and it is this right here. Wow! Oh, I call <laughs> this <the picture>, <laughs> This is what I call proud mama. Oh. That is me um, with my twins. Um, if you couldn't tell, the beautiful young lady uh, to my. I get so confused with left and right when we're doing social media. Uh, The lovely blonde right there is Mikel Bono himself (laughs) doing some girl drag. (laughs) And on the other side, that is my other fabulous uh, drag child. They go by the name Legs Akimbo now. Uh, For the longest time, they were known as Mr. Treats and they still use that name, Um, my beautiful non-binary butterfly that they are. yeah, I, I'm so proud of my drag kids. Um, speaking of, I'm gonna throw one more picture at Mikkel. Just speaking of my kids, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Yay.
4: Oh, look at us. Yeah, that's Sissy. Uh, that's Mona and I last year, we um, we won Mr. and Miss Central PA together. So we've been working together this year.
0: I I remember this moment <laughs> because I was on the side as a former and I think they had announced Mikel first and I was just beside myself. Like, I was like, I'm not crying, but it's there because uh, I knew Mona and Madam D were up next for <laughs> Miss and I was just a nervous wreck. Like, you don't realize how the families you build really affect your heart. And when the two of you won, I was just so proud and so happy. And then COVID came and effed it all up. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The cool thing is, you know, with titles right now, most pageant systems are saying, you're hanging on to the title for another year. So Mm -hmm. we will rebuild. We will be amazing. Uh, You know, I'm here for you. And I have a really good question to ask everyone. And I kind of want Scarlet to start this time because I'm curious about this. Oh boy. If you were forced to quit performing drag, what would your last performance be? What? Hang on, let me yell at my husband. That's hateful. Yes. <laughs> tell, Jared,
2: tell Jared he's evil and I am no longer taking questions from him. He is on a band list. Yeah. Uh, so wait. So I I can never do drag again, and this is my last number. Well, if that's the case, it's going to be some twenty-four minute long mega mix of like every yeah. song I've ever wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be on that stage from the time the club opens till it ends to do some long ass mega mix. I love
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, writer, what's your answer?
5: God. <laughs> I kind of want to steal hers for a second, but then I don't think I'd last that long. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't think I ever want to take a question from Derek again.
0: Right. <laughs> Same.
5: Uh, the one song, I guess, that I've been dying to do is share. If I could turn back time, well, this, I guess it would be the perfect year to do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love that <laughs> I just do a rewind of that song over and over and over again and
0: just turn it back. (laughs) Mikkel.
4: Um, Um, well, I would have to go deep with it. Um, and the song that pops to my mind is, um, I want to say Jesse J who you are. Um, just because drag has been a very important part of my life in the last six years. It's actually helped me through a lot, you know, so not being able to do drag again would impact my life a lot. You know, I miss being on the stage as nervous as it makes me every single time. (laughs) Um, It it is something that helps me in my personal life as well. So definitely that would be, I would go out with a ballot. (laughs) Awesome. Sorry, I got to get deep, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Amy,
0: if you could never perform again, what would you end on?
3: gosh that's a that's a good question semen yeah definitely always
2: (laughs) (laughs) i changed my answer to semen (laughs) i could never
5: perform semen
0: right um i've actually put thought into this um i had bad knee problems a couple years ago and i was like if i can't keep doing this what do i go out on and Here's my super extra answer. I put together a 30 minute mix of Vita that ends with me as Ava Peron laying in a coffin and people just bringing money and tipping me as I lay in a coffin. Yes, that is the most extra BS <laughs> I've ever. I, I
5: love it.
3: <laughs> I can I can envision this right now too. Yeah,
0: great.
5: And I love it.
0: <laughs> um. We have so many good questions up here. Um, I actually, I really like this question and this is another good one for all of us. Um, Three of you have been title holders for the Pride Festival of Central PA. How do you feel when people say children should not be around drag? Um, Let's start with Mikkel.
4: I don't think, I I think it's fine. I don't have, I don't think that, that's a hard question, Derek. Um, I think that children should be allowed to be around drag. I mean, I think it's a good way to teach them that, you know, it's okay to be who you are. You know, um, I think children are exposed to far more, worst things in the world, you know, just sitting in their, their living rooms, watching the news is worse than, you know, watching entertainment, you know, they're watching someone do something they love and expressing themselves the way they want to express. And I think that's a good message to portray. I love that. Uh, Amy.
3: Yeah, no, I saw a video the other day of a Sunday school watching a stripper do pole dancing. So I, Don't see anything wrong with kids watching drag. It's a lot less intense than the, you know, spread eagle up on a pole to God. But no, it's just like Mikhail said. It's something that... I don't see why children shouldn't be allowed to see it. It's not like it's filthy. It's not like it's sexual. It's expression. It's getting to try new things and be who you feel like you want to be at that moment. And it's about performing and being happy and making other people happy in the process and doing good and being good. And I don't don't know. It's... It's one of those things that when parents are like, well, I don't want my children seeing that cause they'll get ideas. And like what ideas, free will and self-expression. Cause they're not really that bad if that's what you're thinking.
0: <laughs> How dare you. Uh, I do have to say like, I do get conflicted on questions like this just because I think it's great for kids to experience drag. The counterpoint to that is I've been to kid friendly events where performers did not pick kid-friendly numbers. Mm. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. You need to know your audience. Um, At uh, the All Ages Pride show or drag show last year, um, I was MCing at one point and I had a panic attack when a girl came out and was doing an overly sexual number with a lot of swearing, dressed completely not appropriately. And I went to the bar manager, I was like, I need to stop this number. And he was like, well, she signed up. And I'm like, no, there are children here. And by the time anything was solved, the number was over. And I was so shocked by that. So I think there's a give and take with it. If you're gonna do a kid-friendly event, please be kid-friendly, you know? Don't, don't whip out your FU mix or, or be clever about it. You know, there's a way to give a middle finger without giving the middle finger. I it's do like not. any
3: performance. You know your audience, and don't perform adult stuff at children's shows.
0: Exactly, uh,
3: it.
2: uh I, you know, I'm not really big on kids. Um, we all know this. I think kids should be to drag because, like, I, I feel like they're, you know, drag is. The people who don't want kids to be exposed to drag are the ones who have insecurities about themselves and they're just pushing that onto their children or other people's children. And I feel like kids should be exposed to drag because drag, well, sure you can watch Drag Race and they get catty on there and sure there's drama even in the local scene. At the end of the day, drag is all about the creativity, the talent, and it's about self-love and self-expression. And those are all things kids need to learn and should grow up learning. So I think they should be exposed to drag. I love that. Ryder.
5: Um, I've done a lot of kids shows for a while. That's all on had was kid-friendly shows, and we had it in a bar. But we had our own dance floor, which was away from the bar. Performers knew they were not to drink at the show. We had to monitor what the songs we used. Um, we all understood that, obviously, you can't be bumping and grinding on people during these shows, so you had to modify it. But honestly, it lets them know that if this is out there. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay if you're a boy, you want to dress like a girl. It's perfectly fine. It gives them exposure to what's out in the real world instead of a closed closet.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, uh, we're almost at the end of our time, but I do want to get to one more question. Um, a couple more comments before we do that. Um, uh writer adam lambert's version of turn back time from the kennedy center honors was incredible yep and we also have another comment semen (laughs) (laughs) and after that one my 11 year old daughter loves drag yes and this Uh is why this show is 18 and up (laughs) no (laughs) actually that's amazing um I thought I saw another one. Um, I didn't, we're just gonna keep moving on. Uh, the last question we're going to answer tonight uh, is from the lovely Miss Chloe Circus. Oh God. <laughs> and Ryder's gonna start with this one. Uh, how do you feel you have grown since your first performance with costumes and also confidence?
5: It's funny because she's sitting right next to me right now too, so maybe I'm. Not
0: <laughs>
5: <look at> <laughs> <laughs> oh god, my first performance! Lord, I had no idea what facial hair was. I just literally went out with the skinny jeans and the vest, and I had the little tiara. And what song did I do? Like Jason Derulo, "Want to Want Me." Went out there laid on a floor with a blanket open me, just started throwing stuff everywhere. I hit multiple people with my props. To be honest with you, I've grown a lot in the last four years. <laughs> I've learned that, you know, there's a lot more with the costuming, um, be a little more in depth with your props and what you're doing with it. Just don't start tossing things into the audience because you can take people out that way. Um, yeah. I just have to think you know, i've had a lot of mentors along the way you know like i mentioned earlier Justin Sane is more theatrical but she's helped me a lot with my, my makeup and, uh, costume. you know there's a lot of kings around here i'm very very thankful for
4: awesome mikhail oh <laughs> Um there's actually a video of my per- my first performance um at the drag race. I had did one performance before that, but it was never recorded and it was an absolute disaster. Um <laughs> I think like maybe a couple years prior, but when I watched the first performance, I just laugh um you can tell that I'm really really nervous on stage. I uh say that it's really really girly <laughs> and um it was one of those jeans and shirt kind of performances, you know. Um, so my stage presence has definitely grown over the years. I'm still always nervous, but I don't think people can tell now. <laughs> um, and my costuming morning. has, uh, you, you can tell or you can't?
0: Oh, I can't tell. You have gotten so much more confident.
4: Okay. <laughs> good. I mean, but I'm mother, always nervous every things. single time. <laughs> um, and then my, my costuming and creativity has definitely gotten a lot better. Excellent.
0: Amy, how about you since you started performing?
3: Ah, okay. So do we, hmm. My first thing was I started off at the New Jersey Ren Fair kind of other than like high school shows or whatever. Um, and I was nervous cause I was a fangirl coming in to being like, oh, I love Renaissance fairs. I'm gonna go act in one, yay. <laughs> And I got to be a fairy my first year. So it was really easy because I just had to go around and be weird and play with kids. (laughs) And then it got hard when Toast asked me to join Chase Treasure. And I looked at her and went, what? And she said, yeah, no, join the pretty ladies who sing. And I went, wait, you want me to join that? What? Me? Are you sure? And she's like, do you not want to? I'm like, no, no, no. I just, are you sure me? And the first time I went on stage, it was like, I have to sing in front of people by myself. Sometimes for solos, what is this? Oh, God, I'm just going to creep over here. And it took a few shows for me to really get down, being able to, like, jump in with things in the middle of the show and be able to interact with the audience without just clamming up and going, uh, there's words, but I, I don't know what they are. And now I just say the most ridiculous crap that flies off the top of my head. And usually it's something... People see my character as this very innocent type character when she first gets introduced to people because I just sit there and I smile and I'm like, hi, I'm Lady Arabella. And then I'll say things like, do you know what an angry dragon is? And people go, what? I'm like, well, let me learn you some sexual education by Lady Arabella. And it just goes.
0: <laughs> <Fucking> disgusting. <laughs> um. I've been a performer since I was a child, but when I moved into the drag realm, it was definitely a different different thing. Um, the first number I ever performed, um, I was a coach for amateur drag race. I had never lip synced before. And one of the other coaches was like, you're gonna screw these kids up. You don't belong here. And I was like, oh, guess I better do a number. And the next week I found a female cover of Somebody to Love by Queen. Uh, from We Will Rock You, the musical. And I performed it as a goth girl after a one night stand doing a walk of shame. <laughs> and people were loving it. And uh, that same coach came over to me afterward and was like, I apologize. I didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, and I've just. You know, I, I've got more resources now. I'm I'm hosting a show, you know. I don't know if anybody out there noticed. Um, although I, I'm always trying to learn, I'm always trying to do new things. I did learn tonight that if you are commenting on the stream on my Facebook page, I do not get the questions in here on StreamYard, uh, because I just saw another question pop up. But um I'm gonna to try to fix that from now on. So every day is just a new educational experience. And Scarlett?
2: Oh my, um, well, I've definitely come <laughs> a long way. Jade knows, she's been there since day one. Well, actually the first performance I ever did was at Stonewall in Allentown. It was for an amateur night. And I was like, oh sure, I wanna do this. So I went to Forever 21 and got this. <laughs> Leopard print dress with this leather jacket to do Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. And I got there and I'm like, oh, I love this song, blah, blah. blah. I'm sure like the crowd, because it's like an 18 overnight, they're gonna love this song too. And I didn't realize how many people came out to Stonewall for those 18 overnights. So then here I am pacing backstage, and the queen that's the regular there is like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm this is my first time on stage. I mean they're gonna vomit or shit myself right now. I'm scared. <laughs> and she was like just relax. You'll be fine. (laughs) And I went out there and it was a mess because I, again, never had been on stage. But then I, um, after that, I ended up finding Drag Race. And, you know, I was a little shaky with that at first, but as time went on, I realized like how well I was doing and how much fun I was having. I was like, this is awesome. I want to keep doing drag. And then from there, I moved into like this style of makeup and my performances and, you know, learning to do my own hair and soon picking up my sewing machine, actually using it. So, I've come a long way. Now
0: it's fun to do drag and I love doing drag going out on stage. And you're amazing. You're all amazing. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we are going to wrap up. I'm just going to go around one more time. If anybody has any last words of wisdom or just words of love for everyone, starting with Amy.
3: It's never too late to do what you love. doesn't matter how old or how young you are. Try new things. Do awesome stuff. Be pretty, do crimes.
4: I don't know. Just, Live life, have
0: fun. <laughs> Perfect, Macau.
4: Uh, piggyback, um, just yeah, have fun.
0: <laughs> I love that, Ryder.
5: Do I get to copy Macau?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, basically, I just said I really am just going to copy that. Just keep doing what you love, you know. Follow what you want to do, and everyone stay safe out there.
0: Perfect, Scarlett. I'm gonna say every day you wake up, love you, love the skin you're in, be the best you you can be every day. Wonderful. And I wanna thank everyone for being here. I have had such a wonderful time. Um, Everybody out there, look up your local drag kings, support them, love them, show them the respect they deserve. Yes. Um, I I adore everybody that was here tonight. I'm looking forward to doing this again. I would love to have you all back again. To everybody who watched tonight, I hope you had a fantastic time. Um, We definitely enjoyed having you. You had some amazing questions. I'm sorry we didn't get to them all, but I'm gonna go through the next time I can and just try to answer all the questions I can. Um, If anybody would like to help support Inside the Drag Closet, uh, the show does cost a bit of money. So if you wanna throw something my way, uh, my Venmo is at Jade DeVere, all one word. Just make sure you add Inside the Drag Closet and I can help siphon that money right back into the show. If you have any suggestions for the show, you could always go to inside the drag closet at gmail.com. Again, thank you all for being here. Take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful time. Yeah. And please wash your hands and wear your mask.
4: Yeah. Good night everyone.
0: Hey. <laughs>
1: Thank you for joining us here at Inside the Drag Closet with Jade and her fabulous team and special guests. See you next Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on WLFE-TV.com.